0: my friend and welcome to today's episode of seven figure Millennials. where together you and i are choosing to do things Differently, we are choosing, we are committing to prioritizing our happiness, health, and relationships while building a business that creates a meaningful impact in the lives of the people that we love and generating the wealth for us to design a beautiful life on our terms. And if you are here as a first time listener or a seasoned listener, I appreciate you so much for being here today, for listening to my voice right now, and for taking time out of your day to expand and grow, whether you are working out washing some dishes, whatever it is, it's really important. And I'm so grateful that you are doing that every single week. I interview Epic humans, making a incredible impact in the world to support you, to do exactly the same. And I'm so excited to introduce you to my new friend and legendary leader of impact, Jamie J. And in this episode, you're going to learn so much. And I'm going to read Jamie's bio in just a second, but I want you to look out for three specific things as always. Number one, how Jamie got his entrepreneurial start by selling golf balls and lemonade with his brother. Number two, what a provocative point of view is or a PPOV and why you need one in your business. And number three We go super nerd mode on systems and processes, and it sounds super nerdy, but in my mind, I don't know if I'm just weird, but it is super sexy. It is one of the sexiest businesses, business topics because it's all about how you can structure your business in a way to grow without you, increase your business evaluation, and remove yourself from the tasks that you don't want to be doing so that you can stick inside of your unique ability. So we talk a lot about specifically how you can begin to do that in today's episode. At this point, you're probably wondering who the heck is Jamie J. Well, Jamie is the founder and managing director of Bottleneck Distant Assistance. Founded in 2016, Bottleneck is an outsourcing agency that helps businesses identify, hire, and cultivate their workforce through a carefully designed, systematic approach to growth. A veteran U.S. Army paratrooper who received the Army Achievement Medal for Meritorious Service, Jay's additional business experience includes a 12-year career in corporate America and advanced education in business administration and management at Florida Institute of Technology. Jamie likes networking with big picture thinkers and proudly proclaims that he is unemployable. <laughs> in his spare time, he enjoys playing hockey, riding his Harley Davidson. And this is my insertion. He's got the beard for it. He's definitely a Harley Davidson dude. <laughs> he, he loves camping, boating, playing guitar, shooting guns, traveling, and spending time with his wife, Sarah, and their dog, Nikita. Uh, Jamie, man, what do I say about Jamie? Jamie is just such an incredible human. I, I got to meet him for the very first time on this recording. And you could just tell through his voice how much he cares about creating a massive impact in the world. And his heart is just set on making the biggest contribution to the world that he is capable of making. So I'm super excited to introduce you to my new friend, Jamie J. If you had to pick between A, making a ton of money, B, being happy, healthy, and surrounded with people you love, or C, making a meaningful impact on the world, which would you choose? The good news is that today we don't have to choose. So the question is, how can entrepreneurs like you and me, who have a vision for our lives and aren't willing to settle for anything less, how can we become financially successful and have a big impact while prioritizing our happiness, health, and relationships? You and I are on a mission to find out, and we have an incredible journey ahead of us. My name is Brandon Fong, and welcome to the 7 Bigger Millennials podcast. Mr. Jamie J., welcome to the show. Super excited to have you here, my friend. This is going to be a blast.
1: Brandon, I am so excited! Thank you so much. I've I've kind of been I've really been
0: looking forward to this actually. Thank you for yeah, having me. me too. And I read read the book, which I know just came out. We we're just talking about some early wins in that, so we're going to be diving into all different components of it. But before we dive into that, I wanted to start a little bit about your earlier entrepreneurial journey. So I was listening to another podcast episode that you had done with my friend Christine Schlonsky, which I think I've been on her show too. Uh, and you shared about the first one of your first entrepreneurial ventures, the first time you made some money. So I would love for you to start with this story. It's the summer of 84. You find some loose golf balls with your brother. Talk to us a little bit about that. So
1: yes, this was circa 19. It may have even been, no, it was 84. Yeah. I was thinking 84. We refined our skills in 85. Mm. <laughs>
0: my
1: my little brother and I lived in uh, Fort Collins, Colorado. We lived right next to what was called Collendale Golf Course. I'm not even sure if it's still there any longer. And we We were on the back side of where the clubhouse was, so people came around and you could they were thirsty and Boy, at this point, you know they they had lost some golf balls, and we thought, man, look at all the people hitting the golf balls into that lake, So my brother and I got on our swim trunks and we dove into that lake, and we got all these balls, and the balls had a little nick on them we sold I think for twenty five cents and then the good ones we sold for fifty and uh then we also had small and large lemonades that we sold and uh we just killed it. We had so much fun. And, and the early investor we recruited was our mom. And so she invested in the cups and the pitcher and, you know, bringing all that. But we had a lot of fun and it was very rewarding. And everybody we met was so nice and friendly. And it was just like, wow, we have our own lemonade slash golf ball <laughs> stand here. And, and that's how my brother
0: and I made money over the summer to pay for all the stuff we wanted to do. I'm curious, did did you start implementing systems back then? Did you have a whole structure and process behind it? Or was it more loosey-goosey, mom's helping out kind of a thing? It was really loose in the beginning, but I okay. told
1: you that was the beginning of me learning systems, my brother learning systems. We actually documented, okay, what time are we gonna be there? How many golf balls do we need to get in order to get this much
0: money? And like, we actually thought about that stuff as little kids. And I thought, oh man, that's kind of cool. <laughs> That's that's super fun. And I love that you added lemonade too, because obviously you were focused on increasing the lifetime value of your customer, getting some more upsells beyond the golf balls and uh, yeah. I, clear, clearly some level of sophistication there. And so there's a there's a takeaway for you listening right now. I always love seeing little kids with lemonade stands or whatever it is. Maybe they're the next Jamie J. So give them some inspiration, buy some golf balls, whatever you could do um, is, is some good stuff. So I absolutely love that. So let, let's fast forward a little bit more into modern day Jamie. One of the things that stood out to me when we first got connected is on your LinkedIn profile, you talk about this concept of the ripple effect of giving. And uh, I know in your content and your book, it's really important for you to kind of share your vision and why why what you do is so important. So we'd love for you to kind of maybe share a little bit about the ripple effect uh, and what that means for you.
1: Uh, first of all, thank you for asking this because this this ripple effect I didn't even know was in me. Um, I had no idea. And the reason I started this business, the, the, the VA virtual assistant business, is, <clears throat> is because frank, quite frankly, between you and me and everybody else listening right now, uh, I really thought we were able to generate some serious revenue. Um, that's why I started, uh, quite frankly. And it wasn't until a, a day came along where um, a, a, one of my clients that had just hired somebody 90 days before, but had been in business for a little while. Very successful uh, agent marketing agency owner, called me on a Saturday morning. I said, "What the heck are you doing? Call me on a Saturday?" Well, he went on to tell me that this was the first Saturday he's taken off because of hiring his assistant mm-hmm. in over a year. That was his first Saturday, and I said, "Oh my gosh, what are you doing?" Well, I'm I'm on, I'm on my front porch with my wife and um, you know my kid, and we're just enjoying the day. And I said, "What are you going to do?" Well, we're going to go out to dinner and a movie, and then um, we had talked a little bit and the phone rustles away and his wife said, Jamie, thanks for giving me my husband back. And like, like, I consider myself a pretty tough guy. I got a beard, I got tattoos, like I, I'm a tough <laughs> guy, and I started tearing up a little bit and right there it clicked. I'm not in this solely for the money. Like I originally thought I was, I found my way to finding an opportunity to really support and guide other busy entrepreneurs And what was this guy going to do who is super successful in his own right, but now that he has time to go out on the economy and hand his hard-earned money to another entrepreneurial business and then go there and hand his money to another Mm -hmm. entrepreneur, the ripple effect was born. And I thought, oh my gosh, first of all, take care of yourself, your own backyard, then take care of it on on a local or regional level. Then a national, and then an international level. Make a positive impact however you can. That's how that whole ripple effect started working. And now, uh, last story, and I'll be really quick about this. We had someone that I knew was going to move on, but they stopped through Bottleneck for a little while, for about a year and a half, as they made their ways and their steps to what they really wanted to do. She came to us, she did the social media, but she was a violinist. She really wanted to play violin. And she her her dream is go to Juilliard. She didn't quite make it to Juilliard yet. however, she gets to play for the Manila symphony. So oh, she beautiful plays for the, and what's what's really cool and this is true this is where ripple effect on an international uh level has impacted um me um and to her uh all credit to her now she got the uh symphony to donate some violins and she teaches kids once a month for free how to play violin
0: that's so cool if that's not amazing like i don't that's the ripple effect i love that i got some some goosebumps for that i think it reminds me of i think This is in your book. You talked about like one of the questions you ask people is like, what will you do after you leave our company or something like that? It's kind of talks about the expansion of their stuff. So I love that you're investing in people and, and doing all that other really cool stuff. And I love what you shared in that first story. She said to you, you gave me my husband back. And like that, like that.